0: So, hi Philippe.
1: Hi Susie, how are you today?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Um, thank you for taking the time to have this chat and um, I'm looking forward to um, learning uh, about what you do and uh, uh, sharing some stories.
1: Yeah, how did you, how did you become part of um, Interprefy then?
0: So, um, the first time I came across Interprefy, it was uh, in a job advert. And uh, obviously, I'd never heard of Interprefy before that. And so I went and did some research, as you do. Um, The thing that stood out to me the most was um, the mission, our mission, which is to connect the world in their own language. Um, I am a bilingual myself, so obviously I appreciate the importance of um, linguistic inclusion beyond just the kind of the main languages that are spoken in the world, English being one of them and uh and so this idea of removing barriers to uh people's participation in society because ultimately it's it's about that um really spoke to me um mm-hmm. and that is that's why i'm sat here today
1: you are part of a big team i suppose or is it just a few of you or how does it work
0: so yeah so i'm part of the marketing department at interprofi and uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a small but mighty uh team um a small group of professionals and uh we're all very passionate about what we do and we kind of specialize in each one in our own areas, as it were, and okay. so we've got the demand generation side of things. So you know, uh, all marketing activities that drive that sort of long-term engagement, raise awareness of customers' challenges, um, position interprofi as a partner that can help them solve those challenges, and um, and generate demand. Um, then then we've got our content um, strategist and the kind of the content production side of things. Um, so the content strategist, I, I think of her as our storyteller and um, mm-hmm. so and she works really hard to kind of understand our users needs and our business goals. Then she kind of plans um, and develops like relevant content that brings the two together. And finally, there's me, Um, so that's, I I oversee the kind of CRM, which is the Customer Relationship Management um, Systems and Processes. And in my role, I help kind of manage the platform. So as I was saying, the systems uh, that allow us to all work from kind of one single source of truth, so no matter um, who's talking to a customer. Um, anybody can pick up that conversation and um, kind of help them out. So this is, this is to ensure that the customer experience, um, our users experience is, is as pleasurable as it can be. Um, and, and kind of making it easier for, for people to engage with us and use our services.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm uh, I'm a bit of a, um I'm joining the uh, interpreting online. I mean uh, I used to do it a lot on uh, on site and uh, and a bit of you know a bit of both. But obviously, with COVID and and all that, it made made things a lot uh, a lot easier for uh, for us interpreters. And uh, I was, I guess my background as uh, enjoying, enjoying politics and geography history and languages you know it's a good combination to have when uh, when you are an, an interpreter uh,
0: if i can interject there with a question um, this background that you mentioned does that facilitate your kind of specializing in certain topics subjects when it comes to interpreting or does it just give you a wide access to
1: uh i guess i mean that's that's the difficulty i've always had i mean never wanted to specialize in one particular area so when i did my language degree it was combined with business and legal aspect you know i combined combined the master degree and then uh, i've always been kind of uh fascinated by um big conferences you know international meetings and uh, summits and all those things of um Somehow, maybe I wanted to be a diplomat myself at some point, you know, and uh, I thought maybe it's a good way of having an insight and finding out if there's something I really want to do or I want to do on the longer run. So uh, I thought I'll, uh, I'll give it a go and uh, trained a lot of my. Ex- a lot of it came from doing it, you know, experience and working and preparing and you know and uh, making sure that you you are you are ready for it, you know, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, can be challenging sometimes, and uh, but I'm glad we have got Interprefy because I get access to opportunities which I would have never had opportunities before. You know, I mean, traveling from one day you are in Geneva in the morning, and then you are in New York in the afternoon, and Ontario in the evening. So that's uh, that's also a good way of uh, of traveling, I would say, in a quite a sustainable way
0: yes indeed so do you remember can you pinpoint the moments that you decided to become an interpreter
1: specific moment too um i can't know to be honest no i think it just came naturally i mean i yeah. um, initially trained to be working with public service public service interpreting with uh, the police and the court in uh, in the uk and um, i think it. Probably came when I started being my own boss, so being a freelance back in 2006. And I thought, well, if I'm going to be a freelance, I'm going to have to diversify because, if you know, in the in the language sector in particular, we have all those uh, all those options. You know, to uh, to teach or translate or interpret. Or, there are quite a few few options that we have. So that's what I thought. Having interpreting on top of that is uh, is a good. Good thing to have an extra string to the bow.
0: Well, clearly it was the right choice because all these years later, here you are still going strong. So
1: (laughs) that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was that something yourself which led you into wanting to work in marketing field or marketing area yourself, or was it quite natural? Yeah
0: yeah i think it was uh it was uh it was a kind of a natural development for me as well um there wasn't a particular um kind of moment that i can say oh yeah that was that tips the scales but um i started off my background is actually in environmental um studies and i did a bit okay. of social research as well so i was quite uh passionate about uh, research and in whatever context really and uh, uh at the time when i was doing my degree i was also um working in marketing um in a, a fairly entry position uh, but it just it seemed that uh, i could marry the two i could marry the the stuff that i was re- um studying research and you know principles of um even sustainability and what have you Into what I was doing at work. Um, And uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I really enjoy my job because to be honest with you, no two days are the same, you know? Um, Today, here I am talking to you, and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, every day brings something new. So you're always, as a marketeer, you're always learning. You're always, it's never, oh, I've arrived now. I can, you know, Mm -hmm. I can stop. It's always, you have to up your game. So that keeps me interested, that keeps me going.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned you uh, you did some studies, in environment, environmental studies, that kind of thing, yeah? And uh, I guess having a product like Interprefy to advertise, and it's a lot easier than it is to have, I don't know, a barrel of petrol, or, or I don't know. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, Definitely excellent. much easier,
0: yes. Um, it kind of taps into the uh, uh, sustainability, um, you know, concern. Uh, that we should all kind of uh, have top of mind at the moment. So, in terms of you know, um, Interpreify can uh, meet those sustainability demands because, as you were saying, you know, it facilitates these uh, online meetings to take to take place. It facilitates um, different formats and structures to meetings that have always tradition well traditionally been quite heavy on the kind of carbon footprint side of things, mm-hmm. yeah. um, with the added, uh, dimension of, uh, you know, everybody in Interprefy and it's a, you know, rapidly growing company, um, working remotely. So that mm-hmm. again, adds to the whole sustainability thing. So, um, in fact, that is one of the reasons why I joined Interprefy as well. It was like, well, here is the perfect combination of, you know, um, mm-hmm giving everybody a voice, a platform that gives people a voice and is sustainable at the same time because it kind of takes out the whole travel, accommodation um, side of things, uh, particularly for interpreters such as yourself.
1: So. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yes, it's a lot, lot easier to find the right, right balance between, between traveling and, uh, and working from home and spending time with family and friends over here rather than being all over the, all over the place all the time.
0: Indeed. Yeah. Yep. So yep. do you have a, a moment before you joined Interprofi where you sort of is, I guess what I'm asking is, was that your life before joining Interprofi? So you had lots of kind of uh, events that you traveled for and all that's, of that. That's
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Quite a bit across, yeah. uh, across Europe and across the UK where, where I'm based. And, uh, and it could be, you know, it can be quite stressful sometimes, you know, just to run for a train or, trying to uh, yeah <laughs> so it's it's a lot easier now it's a lot, a lot better but i guess it's another balance to strike now is in, in between how much time you need to dedicate for preparation and how much time and uh, you have for the meeting and you know it's a, it's a little all different thing and of course you don't quite have the same um connections you know when you go on site you actually meet other colleagues and interpreters and it's quite nice to have a bit of a uh, Social life in in that way as well, you know, and uh, and and you find it's also being on being in the booth, you know. You also have more. It feels like you have more capacity to intervene with the technical team on site, you know, and you can probably get more documents or more things that you need to prepare for an, an assignment than if you are online and trying to get hold of people, you know. And it's a, it's a bit different, but uh, yeah, it's it's a feel it's a feel good. Feel good um, feeling, I guess. Yeah, uh, just to know that all those people who are connected online, or even in ourselves, we don't have to uh, to add to that carbon carbon footprint that uh, we used to uh, we used to add uh, before um, previously. So yes, I yeah. would agree with that. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. doing our bit for the planet, right?
1: That's it. Yeah, definitely. But there are, there are meetings where you feels you need to be on site. I mean, like in um, negotiations, you know, you really feel face-to-face meetings or, or more likely to succeed than if you do it doing on, online. It's,
0: uh, I don't think it can completely and entirely substitute, uh, you know, replace uh, face-to-face meetings. It's, it's good to have uh, the occasional, yeah, it, well, it's unavoidable, I guess. To have the occasional face to face but i think for the for the bulk of it because um i think here we we're talking about scale of you know uh it's not just me and you doing one event here or flying here and there to whatever you know the scale of events that take place um globally every year it's uh yeah Mm -hmm. it's definitely a remote interpretation is something that
1: it's here to stay yeah definitely yeah and do you think the hybrid hybrid model will be the new the new norm the new standard or... well we are yeah. yeah we
0: are certainly seeing a lot of interest in hybrid and uh um actually in marketing we did a a survey a small scale survey last year towards the end of last year find out what event professionals think you know uh what does 2022 have in uh, in, in, in stock for us uh, in that sense and uh, yeah the majority said yeah hybrid event all the, events all the way um however we're also seeing a return to online events so again it's that balance that we were talking about at the beginning because uh, I think people are also tired of doing everything online and uh, they want to go back to you know mingling and having face-to-face time and and all that so um, we mm-hmm we are certainly seeing that um taking yeah taking place yeah
1: okay excellent and uh, is there anything that you wish um, me or other interpreters knew about your about your job that you haven't talked about so far
0: um well I mean, interpreters, I don't think you hear this enough, so I will say it. (laughs) Interpreters are a crucial part of the Interprefy ecosystem and, you know, without you, we would not be able to fulfill our mission, which is to connect the world in their own language. So interpreting, I imagine that interpreting is not an easy job. Um, It's you know i appreciate how hard it is especially when it's simultaneous and so i just want to say that we are grateful for what you do we are grateful for your dedication the passion that you bring to the job your flexibility to keep up with our uh, demands and the clients um, demands and you know overall we see you and we appreciate you
1: thank you likewise and you were able to uh promote the uh, Interprefy platform very well for us. And I've got to say, I was no, I mean, that was a life changing really for me to meet and uh, discover the platform back in, uh, in April 2018, I think it was. And, uh, and I think, yeah, it did, did change the way, the way, the way I worked and the way, uh, business was being run at my uh, my end and I've got to say all the technical team I've always worked with've always been there and support us you know and uh, it it really made our life a lot easier you know to have uh, to have interpreter in uh, in in our working life so I've got to be grateful for that too so thank you
0: question from me so as a as somebody that doesn't really fully grasp the interpreting what is involved in interpreting uh, but as I said I do appreciate how complex it is what do you do if you um, if you use the wrong word or perhaps make a mistake how do you correct that when do you correct it
1: it's it's a good uh, good question I mean if you do realize that you have made a mistake then you just say the interpreter would like to correct that or, or but very often, you really go so quickly that you try to get it back close to the uh, to as close to the meaning as as, as possible, you know. And uh, if you're not sure, if I'm not sure of something, I'd, I'd rather not say it, basically, than say something which would be wrong. So I might say, or let's say there is a number I didn't quite catch a number. I said hundreds. If I know it's hundreds of them or thousands of people, you know, I will I will try or large number. I will try to find a way, you know, not to make a mistake because that's the last thing you want is uh, give a number or figure which is completely wrong you know and um so uh, yeah just have to be cautious and uh, very focused on uh, on what's going on yeah
0: a lot of responsibility if you ask me
1: it can be yeah Yeah. hats off to you But we do, we do kind of, uh, when we know it's going to be challenging, it's going to be lots of speech, you know, speeches or lots of people speaking fast or so on. We tend to try to reduce the time that we work to 15, 15 minutes. So I work very often with a, a good colleague of mine and friend of mine, uh, Alain, Alain Balanche, And, uh, we time, we tend to do to work shorter period of time. So we keep it more focused. So we, we hardly, we, it kind of um, stops stops uh, the risks of mistakes being uh, being made in a way, you know, because you, you focused on 15 instead of half an hour, you know, 15 minutes instead of a whole half, half an hour. So you, uh, and then we are here as a team, you know, both with uh, technicians and your partner. So uh, also we tend to communicate between uh, interpreters. So if, uh, let's say I missed, a number or I didn't say it right then my colleague my partner will indicate it in the chat and then uh, as as I am still interpreting I can always say okay this was the number you know so I will that will be one way of uh, correcting correcting mistakes and that's why that's where cooperation is very very important we are we are part of a team and uh, everybody is uh, involved and helping for the uh, success of the event
0: yeah and that, wow. and
1: that includes all the all the technicians and all the all the employees at uh, interpret, like yourself yeah
0: yeah definitely a team effort uh, is there anything that you do like outside of your work that um, enhances your ability to focus asking this for myself <laughs> take
1: notes <laughs> uh, to focus i guess i i find myself walking, maybe walking the dog and having a podcast in my head and kind of sort of, uh, interpret, you know, after I've been interpreting for hours, it's very hard to, to come out of this, you know, and, uh, to focus. So I guess I'm focusing on keywords and say, is how did they say that word or how would I say that word, you know, and then I try to find a podcast, which is the same in French, you know, so about a similar topic. So then I can get to catch the keywords words from, uh, from listening, both, both uh, podcasts, you know, one in English and one in, one in French. So usually you know, I've got a few of them that I, I do enjoy listening and, uh, and that's how I, I kind of try to improve my concentration and the focus on, on the work, but yeah, I don't know if uh, it's so helpful
0: yeah so as i was saying I, I am bilingual i speak uh native italian and i've been in the uk for about 15 years um so mm, good with both languages one thing that i wonder about actually is is this my about myself actually is this my my english level is this as uh, like peak is will it ever do you see what I mean? I've been here 15 years. I'm really fluent. I know that. But mm-hmm. is this it? So do you is this something that interpreters wonder about? And is that an answer?
1: Um, I think you will keep learning and you will you will find yourself discovering new words and new expressions and new things and uh and it's still still ongoing, I believe. So uh no I yeah don't know. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: no actually you're right you're right Some, sometimes people will surprise me because they'll say a phrase that i've never heard of <laughs> and uh, i've got a thing for phrases and expressions so <laughs> like, i find myself like, like <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah you're mm-hmm. right actually always growing